Got it. Okay, cool. We're going live. Thank you, live. Hello, No House. I'm your host, Jerron Johnson of the Hidden No House podcast, and I'm grateful to announce that we are back after a brief hiatus. Since November, so much has changed for me personally, both good and bad, but with the soon release of episode 44, I wanted to take some time out and catch up with everyone and let everyone know what's been going on with me personally since, you know, the start of this episode, matter of fact, since the start of this whole podcast, I've always wanted to be as upfront and and open with you guys as an audience because it is a journey and if you're going to be following along with all of this it's it's best that you know what's going on with me so so by now you guys know how i roll i typically like to run up premises or some nice themes whenever i get to speaking but right now i just really couldn't think of anything like i really just had three words that kind of just encapsulated all that's been trend like all that's transpired in the past five to six months and i only could come up with god humor and trauma (laughs) and allow me to explain because the last time that we spoke i had pretty much just told everybody hey look guys i'm taking my chance uh i'm investing in myself i'm gonna go ahead and try some new things I didn't give much explanation behind it, but for the most part, guys, I started my own trucking company. Things were going, things was going really well. Everything was going good. I crossed all my T's, dotted my I's, and, you know, I put about three months into it. I was making good money, traveling all up and through the Midwest. I was hitting cities like Chicago, Cleveland, St. Louis. Me and my wife, we was able to do dispatch work from the side of the passenger Uh, truck so you know I'm over here driving she's handling the paperwork everything was going good Um, but then unfortunately there was a shortage that occurred here in America and all the truck truck driving companies either you know dried up or had to make changes like 18 wheelers were good but I was in a 26 foot box truck so for the longest I'm riding around not necessarily knowing when my next load or where my next load was going to come from so Needless to say, over time, I found myself in a worse situation than I had been before because now not only was the company starting to dry up, but obviously there's debts involved. So for the sake of me and my wife and what we had going on, we had to close the company. And definitely was a devastating point for me because, I mean, I went from one moment knowing and drawing up everything I wanted to have going on going into 2022 to now wondering where I'm going to scrape up $700 to get back from St. Louis to, you know, Georgia. So it was definitely eye-opening. But, you know, while all this was going on at the same time, I still had some family complications. My mom, I had found out, was diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver. And, you know, she just... At the time, everything seemed like it was okay, but... You know, she just kind of just kept deteriorating, like over time, losing her strength. And as the weeks and months continued to, you know, digress, she, by Thanksgiving, was probably 40 pounds underweight. And you know, obviously, with the school, with the with with the trucking company, and the weight of such, you know, responsibilities on my shoulders, I kind of found myself creatively in a bit of a slump. I wasn't writing as much as I, you know, 
was accustomed to and just trying to figure out different moves and where I could go from there. Um, but, you know, thankfully enough, I have a I have a younger brother who had joined this company called Power here in America. And, you know, well, excuse me, here in Atlanta, this is for my brothers and sisters across the pond. But, you know, the company was a exterior remodeling company. I didn't know much about it. It was a door to door thing. And he was just saying, hey, man, just give it a shot. You never know how it's going to turn out. And I'm like, man, I, I got my own company going on. Everything's cool. But, you know, at this time I was like, all right, well, let's let's see where we go from here. So I'm starting this new company, starting this new career, door to door. Trucking companies done dried up. Unfortunately, you know, we're staying with relatives. Um, and I just don't necessarily know what's going to happen next. I knew what I wanted out of not only my, my life and my, my family and my podcast, my dreams. But personally, like things just was just so uncertain at the time. And just to refresh all those who didn't know, but my father had also had COVID at the end of 2021 around the same time. Thanksgiving going into the top of December and he was one of 32 people that made it out of the ICU and to have him come off of the ventilator right on Christmas like like a week after Christmas was was so eye-opening because on the 24th we had gotten a phone call from the hospital saying how he'd be lucky to make it through the night and I say all this to say that Literally a year later, as my mom was going through her situation with the, you know, with her liver and, and losing weight, uh, it came around the time of like December 19th that while working and studying at this new company and trying to be better, I get a phone call in the middle of the night from my brother and uh, the doctors. And I had just saw her a few days prior in North Carolina, spent some time with her, but they ended up rushing her to the hospital. And now, like, my heart is racing because out of every time that my brother had called me at a late, late time in the middle of the night, it's typically it's not really a good time. <laughs> it's not ever good to get phone calls in the middle of the night. But, you know, at this time, the doctor had called us as a family to let us know that, you know, her heart had stopped for four minutes. And... <clears throat> You know, it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, it really is a split moment where your life can literally change at any given time. And you're, you, you freeze when it happens, you know, like, you know, he could have easily said, yo, we did the best we could, but, you know, thankfully enough, he didn't. He said they were able to bring her back and. (laughs) This is why I couldn't really find a theme because it's like there's some humor in it too, oddly enough, because the exact same the exact same day, a few days after that situation, we find that she's able to not only is she making it, but she's starting to, you know, get positive signs and you know, she's starting to come back and, and you know, they're seeing good results with her liver and her kidneys. It all just kind of like all started happening in, like within a matter of days. And funny enough, she ends up getting off the ventilator the exact same day that my dad did. Just a few, just a year prior. And, you know, the whole thing was just like eye opening to the fact like, I say God, obviously, 
but I also say humor because <laughs> just to me personally, there's something funny in that. But I sum it all up to say trauma because it did stunt my growth. It did stunt me for a while personally to where I couldn't feel as if I was, you know, making the right decisions, you know, on the right track and, and following the path that I've, you know, felt compelled to follow. So over time, you know, thankfully enough, God is good. She's doing better now. She's she's up, moving. Took about four months, but now her strength is where it needs to be. My father is up as well, moving. Um, just left North Carolina to check on them. And now that things are kind of like starting to stable out as far as like in references to planes and turbulence, I'm, I'm finding myself becoming more accepting of not only the unpredictability that goes with life but who I am as far as growing in that in that trial and and growing in those traumas like there's something to be said for the fire because you know there's still beauty in it you know I, I just keep thinking of that California fire situation when people are riding in their cars and you know trying to escape out of danger but you know, oddly enough, the same similarity could be said for me, except, you know, I got some nice classical music, I could say, playing on the inside, because I knew that, nevertheless, everything was going to be okay. And to wrap it all up, it's, it's an amazing feeling to know that you have a support system. And I say all this to say that a lot of people out here today are walking around with trauma issues, situations that they're dealing with by themselves. I've been there, I, I thought I could solve it by myself, I thought I could, you know, deal with it by myself, but, you know, seeking help is, the stigma of seeking help is slowly starting to dissipate, because everyone now, I believe, is becoming more aware to the fact that there's nothing wrong with therapy. Uh, I encourage you, I I really do. If you're experiencing any kind of traumas or situations in your life personally, seeking help is a good thing. It's going to it definitely, you know, made me feel better and has put me on the right track because now I can find myself in a position to where I can talk about it and hopefully influence others and inspire others to, you know, talk about the things that they're battling also with on a daily basis. But with that, I want to say thank you for listening. Um, be on the lookout for episode 44th we got a very very talented artist by the name of duca underground soulful artist who is coming up to speak about not only his new track double text but how he got into the music industry as a recording artist vocalist and songwriter this guy is beyond talented so we're going to play one of his tracks here to close out the show called double text and if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Hidden No House Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Hidden No House. And look us up on all streaming platforms under Hidden No House Podcast to stay up to date on all of our latest episodes and what's to come. I can't wait to see you guys here in a few weeks. Stay blessed and keep creating. So without further ado, let's get into our sound of the week with a track called Double Take by Homie Duca. And until next time, I've been your host, Jerron Johnson, and this has been Hidden No House, episode 44.
I got Hulu and some good food. You could come here. We could chill here. Cause I like you. You a good vibe. But you seen birds fly. Want no pigs there. Never had no nigga tell you just how he felt. Fuck a seatbelt, he gon' drive. Oh, but I'm not that nigga to water it down. I'm trying to drown when I'm falling. I'd rather die than dilute. Cause how you gonna know if I try to play it cool? I'ma double text if I feel like. I'ma be a fool if it feels right. Like if you feel something, why not tell them that you feel something? Cause they don't think you feel nothing. Okay, used to be that nigga on my nonsense Had to switch it, she was weighing heavy on my conscience Everything I wanted wasn't acting with my process Now I'm finished acting, they can feel it to my feelings And that feeling got me obsessed, now I got options I'm taking stock tips, I'm busy investing in me I make deposits, all of my contacts used to stay in my phone Now it's eye contact, yeah I'm breaking from I'd rather die than dilute Cause how you gonna know if I try to play it cool I'ma double text if I feel like I'ma be a fool if it feels right Cause only fools fall in love, that's a fact, my darling I want you to know that I'ma touch my darling Pull up to where you stay I'm gonna give my heart away 